Hey, I'm Mike. Hey, I'm Ethan. I watched the first half of The Seventh Seal. I watched the second half of The Seventh Seal. And this is is The the Other other half. Half. And when the Lamb had opened The Seventh Seal, there was silence in heaven for about a half hour. Yet the other half continues to record for over an hour. <laughs> Ooh, very well prepared. Thank you. Uh, that's how the movie opens. That That is... Is it how the movie opens? Mm, they read that? They read that little part. Mm, okay, so... First off, yes. why are we doing this movie, Mike? Because the last couple of movies were so fucking awful. We watched uh, John Tucker Must Die last week, and yep. the week before that, we saw... Cool Runnings. Cool Runnings, which I also hated. And so I was like begging you. like, And there was a movie after this that we were planning on saying that I'm not looking forward to either. Uh-huh. So I begged you, Ethan, that we see a good movie. And I relented because also the Criterion Collection went live. The Criterion uh, Channel went excuse live. Excuse me. The it's Criterion right. Collection's been around for quite a while. Excuse <laughs> me. Finally, you guys are up to speed. Um, the Criterion Channel. Yes. Came on live. Came on live this week. Yeah. Rising I, from the ashes of Filmstruck. From Filmstruck, which I loved. I think I talked about it in a previous episode. Yeah. And then I, of course, jumped at the chance of a charter member. So that means I have to pay I pay like $10 it's, less. It's less, I think. Uh, yeah. But it's the same things. Uh, so I signed up for it. And I'm super pretty pleased with it. There's like certain things that are weird. There's a lot of weird things. For instance, I was <laughs> trying to watch this on my computer that is has external monitors hooked up. Uh-huh. And it was like, you cannot watch this on an external monitor. And I'm like, this is is a weird thing i get it it's for capture card issues but it's like very very strange it sucks uh, i i feel bad for them because it's like they were all prepared and set they're like telling people oh yeah i can chromecast like i was super fucking pumped I'm like i can't wait to chromecast all these movies and you cannot chromecast fucking shit because of the legality of it they only have they that's sure at some point they will they say that they're working on it but the thing is is they're working apparently they're working off of the back of uh vimeo and Vimeo is a very uh, special kind of thing yeah, where you Vimeo can't is a very cast anything because right because it's it's all of a yeah it, it doesn't work. Hey man, Vimeo's got that great codex though, so you know that's true. It'll look good. That's true. And it does look great. On, yeah. uh, I just bought a Fire Stick actually just so I could watch. This. I was gonna say just for um, that, right? Yeah, and another cool thing actually. Um, today is the birthday of the main uh, actor of this movie oh yeah happy can... birthday to the main actor of this uh, movie oh god i can't remember his name. <laughs> it's okay uh but yeah are was... you talking about the talking about the night the night okay uh fuck let me look it up max von max von sidro he's dead now right no he's still alive not only is he still alive he's in very recent movies what? movies you've seen don't look it up don't look it up. Okay, I won't look you it up. Fucking asshole. I didn't look. I didn't touch. All right. I'm setting my computer. He was in a a Disney movie. Came okay. out in 2015. Nutcracker. Uh, no. no damn a it. big movie. A big movie in 2015. Disney. A big. I, I, he was a very small part in it. He was he was in the opening of it. Uh, but he is a character in a cinematic universe. Well, that, see, Disney o- owns like everything. That's so true. So that can really you, can, is it a down. recent acquisition? Uh, rather recent, yes. Okay. Not like super recent, but rather recent. Okay. So Marvel? No. This is Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It's a Star Wars movie. He 15, was in The Force Awakens. Awakens. Okay. Yeah, he was a, the character. Oh, was he the old man that uh, Poe Dameron talks to? The very beginning of Force oh. Awakens. Oh. Yeah, he's in a lot of things. He was in Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close. He's in Elder Scrolls. He's oh, interesting. Esburn, sure, know. whatever. Uh, but yeah, he's he he was in Shutter Island. Wow. Uh, he's he still works. He still in, works. He's in Game of Thrones. Apparently, the Three Eyed Raven. You know what? Oh, he's the Three Eyed Raven. Yeah, apparently. 
He's so, a, he is a he, yeah, he's an old man. He's but, a very enigmatic actor. I was very is. impressed with his his abilities here, especially because this is a foreign like foreign language. Maybe film. I thought he was old in this movie because he had white hair. Yeah, that doesn't help. <laughs> but he just I think it's he's just so German he that he just very... his hair is just turned platinum white because his face just ultra looks... white. I saw him in this movie. I'm like he's fucking old. He's gaunt as hell, dude. Yeah, he was born in 29 apparently, but he's still like he's still very sprightly. Whenever I see him in a movie, he's almost he's like 90 years old. Then he's yeah. almost nine. He probably just turned 89. Yeah, and he's still like he, he's. I mean, Christopher Lee acted. I was saying he's yeah. pulling off Christopher Lee stuff. Is he know? also doing a death metal album? Like I've not was? seen him do, but. I I wouldn't put it past yeah, this guy, not? especially after watching this movie, because he goes through some pretty crazy shit in this film. Yeah. I, so the Seventh Seal. Seventh Seal is a biblical reference. Yes. What also, else were we gonna say? It is also a like, has the famous scene like the, that's transcended our culture. Yes. Uh, the dude playing chess with death. Yes. Yes. And it's very famous. I'm sure it's Reference on the Simpsons like 20 times. Simpsons. It was in the second Muppets movie. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. There you go. It's all over the place. Like it's yeah. infamous. If you go to like, if you look, go to a museum that says film history museum, mm-hmm. you'll walk in there and there's just, de- and there's just chess and death everywhere. Yes, that's right. This, this scene is infamous. Uh, where do you think it takes place? Uh, do you mean the scene, like a country? No, no. It no, takes on the, a on in a the beach. movie. It's on a beach. No, I know. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> what part of the movie? When does it happen? I imagine it's either. Oh, I, it wasn't in my house, so it must be the very opening. It is the first thing you see. Okay, I figured if it's that iconic, because here's yeah. the thing about old movies: <laughs> people that watch all of them, people watch all of them. <laughs> they turn it on, the they movie, go, "Wow, this movie's striking!" And then they fall asleep. They fall asleep. Yeah, I was gonna say this is so far up my alley. Oh, like, okay, the Criterion Collection is, is so far up your alley. <laughs> I mean, you could just say, like, you bought a fire stick just for that. Yeah. Talking I, I, about, you literally put in our little group chat, <laughs> I, all I can do is think about my fire stick at home, which is a very interesting <laughs> thing to say if you didn't know what a fire stick was. Um, and I can't wait to watch it. I can't wait weird. to watch my fire stick at night. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I, I, but this, this kind of movie, black and white, oh, foreign yeah. film, all about death and like God. An and existential crisis. Existential crises. You know what? People. I'm pretty down with this shit too. It's pretty I good. I fucking love it. And I, mean, I was just so happy when I turned it on. I was like, even though I was supposed to be miserable, I was so happy watching this movie just thinking, no John Tucker's going to die in this movie. No uh, Jamaican bobsled team is going to show up. <laughs> <laughs> is it going to be a depressing, deep, philosophical film taking place during the, the, the fucking uh, uh, Black Plague? Yeah. This movie's so interestingly so, set. Where was this movie shot? It was made in Germany? I have no idea. Okay, I'm going to look it up. While Go you ahead and look that. it I'm up. I'm pretty sure, because I, man, it's, it I feel is... ignorant, but I was like, I wonder what language they're speaking, and I never looked it up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's directed by Igmar Berman, which uh, I believe he was a German. Yeah, I was going to say, my gut says it's made in... Ger- oh, no, it's Swedish. Swedish. Okay. Sure. Okay, okay that's fine. Uh, yeah, and uh, so do you want to just get jump into the, the, the movie? Oh, it's a Swedish night. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, go for it. Let's okay. go, for, let's go so, right into the movie. It's a night. Uh, from the Crusades. Ah, okay. So he just got back from a 10-year crusade, the Crusades. He's returned with his squire named John. They would wash up on the shore. This is the f- opening of the movie. And then he meets with Death. And Death is like, hey, I'm here. <laughs> he is creepy as fuck, by the way. I Death. love the way he looks. Me it's too. so simple. He's, it's so simple, but... The, it's so cool, right? It's just an old man wearing a Snuggie. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so terrifying. Yeah, it's so scary. Just like when you walk up on a co-worker and they have a Snuggie on. You're yeah. like, what are you doing? Uh, he kind of reminds me of Death and uh, Bill and Ted. I, I bet they like reference. Oh, probably. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and he's on the beach and he's like, I've come to take you. Uh, Out to sea. We're going fishing. Let's... Uh, <laughs> 
What's the guy's name? Antonis? I'm just calling the knight. The knight. Just knight. Because I feel, I feel like I put everyone just like they did back in the day. I named everyone by the profession. That's right. And everyone has different professions. That's a good point. We'll do that. Because there's a lot. Of, there's kind of a lot of characters in this movie. There are quite a lot. Uh, so he chal- so he's like, I'm going to take you away. And the knight's like, I'm going to challenge you to a game of chess. Because I know you like chess. I've heard <laughs> stories. I know you like chess it's and in the fiddle bi- playing. <laughs> Hanging out in the Crusades. Yeah. They talked about death a lot. Yeah, that's right. And they saw him out in the field just murdering people. But <laughs> always stopping to move that chess piece. <laughs> It's actually kind of funny because he says, like, I've heard poetry, I've listened to songs, you're a lover of chess. And I just love that Well, idea. it's because when you die, they say, checkmate, bitch. And then they chop <laughs> your head off. And then they're like, oh, it's because death told me to. Checkmate, atheist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they play, and he says, as long as we play, I will live. So it seems like it's sort of an ongoing game where, like, they play, and then they don't, like, see who wins or loses on the beach. They're going to keep coming back to the game. Mike, is this a metaphor for anything? I wonder. <laughs> I uh, probably is. I love it too because the movie opens. They choose which side of uh, the, the either the white pieces or the black pieces, and so Death chooses the black pieces and goes, "Isn't that appropriate?" And I'm like, "I know what you do in movies. You don't need to talk <laughs> he, to he, he knows. He knows I know what's going on." So we then cut away from that. He goes to John, his squire, and uh, so it's implied that he hasn't lost yet. Um, so we also, I said, it, it takes place not just after the Crusades, but during the Black Death. Yes. So everyone is just dying around them God, what, a, what a bad time. You just get done conquering all these people in the name of God. Yeah. And then you come home and God is like, what the fuck have you done? That's <laughs> what I love about this. Like, imagine he's gone away from his family and friends for 10 years in uh-huh. the name of a religious, like, uh, reckoning. Yep. And he's now returned and God is seemingly punishing him yeah. for doing something he thought was right. And like, I love that shit. Yeah, and not yeah. just him, but everyone around him. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. I love that shit. So he returns home. Everyone's dying. Um, And it's so great, too, because it's clear that um, him and his squire have seen a lot of death and violence, obviously, in the name of, like, religion. Oh, yeah. Or just in general. Yeah, yeah. And so it's really cool because the squire is this, like, cynical, nihilistic guy who's, like, obsessed with sex and drinking. And then the knight is just scared and skeptical of everything. Like, uh, later on, we, we, we discern that he's scared of dying because he doesn't know if he can trust in God anymore because of the fact that he went on to the crusades, killed all these people mm-hmm. in the name of him and has returned and everyone's dying. And he's like, yep. is God even real? Like I, I feel his presence, but I don't know. Like, you know, it's, it's what just his re- intentions are. Right. Or even like if he's even there, you know, exactly. it's, it's really interesting. And I, I really dig that a lot. Cause it's like, he, he's met with, death the personification of death and he's still wondering about any form of presence after life which is sort of interesting i, I kind of dig that mm-hmm. um so that's where we sort of have our, our main character huh almost if you're confronted with death you have an existential crisis of what happens next that's very true huh. oh the surprise especially metaphors not only, but is it that interesting because that's cool because not like he's faced with death not necessarily in the respect of the personification of death, he's surrounded by it. Yes. Like, what a fascinating idea. That's such an interesting, like, metaphor. Uh, anyway, so then we meet three actors. We have a uh, juggler, man actor. Joff. Joff. Yeah. Uh, These his guys wife. have wacky names, by the way. Very strange so excuse names. Excuse me, I'll switch people listening. But they have very strange names. Like his wife, yeah. whose name is Mia. <laughs> crazy. What a crazy All the men name. characters, I mean. Yeah. And they uh, have a child named Mikkel. Okay. Uh, we see Joff. Uh, he wakes up and he uh, is out uh, feeding the horses, talking to him. We sort of get a good impression of Joff. He's like this really strange guy, but lovable and like joyful and cheerful. He's like a good-hearted dude. Good-hearted guy. And then he looks out and he sees 
Uh, later on, he tells Mia about it. He sees um, the virgin mother with a crown and like, we see it too. And, and the whole thing. And she's teaching the baby Jesus how to walk. And he returns back to tell Mia. And Mia's like, you're always lying about these visions. Like you probably didn't see him, see her at all. And then, but we know he's telling the truth. Cause we saw her, we saw her too. Huh. Um, Interesting. It's really, cause she's like, you talked the other day about uh, uh, the devil appearing and like painting our wagon or whatever. Uh, we also uh, meet Jonas. He's not a brother. What does he look like? Because it's the only way I he's know. like a big kind of big guy. Okay, um, is he a Smith? No, that's that's, that's a, a later guy. character. Is he, he? Does he have a scar on his face? No, that's John. Okay, that's jo- a squire. Yeah, yeah, squire. Okay, a squire. Uh, yeah. Jonas. Okay. is the guy who fucked the Smith's wife. Do we never oh, okay. see him? You do. He's an actor. He's an actor. Got but he's him. also yes, the director. You do see him. Wait, he- director of the movie. Because that'd be pretty meta. No, that'd be pretty rad. No, he's the director. Like, he's the manager of the actors. Okay, got it. Um, And we get a pretty quick understanding of him. He's a proud man who is obsessed with how women will uh, look at him, which comes Mm -hmm. into play later because he ends up shacking up with the blacksmith's wife. Okay. Um, We then go back to the knight and the squire. They go into a church. This is where we get to first learn about the Black Death uh, because the squire talks to this guy who's painting the church. And it's kind of funny because the guy painting the church is painting like the black death and the devil and people dying oh fun and the squire's good, like good things you want to remember at the church squire's like why are you doing that like this is supposed to be a church it's a place of calm and he's like oh i get it you paint all these things that scare people so that they come here yeah. you know so that they will seek but that doesn't make sense they just paint it on the outside then <laughs> i think he's painting the outside oh he's painting the outside yeah i don't know Either i way, feel like if you would he's if painting, you say, i know i get it yeah. but i'm just thinking logically in my mind i'm like you should paint that in like the main ta- town yeah yeah just yeah. for fun to freak people and out. then people will go to church afterwards you don't want to go to a church where it's like what's inside scary black death that'd be pretty fucking rad to me though <laughs> uh, that's fair speaking of the world outside uh he mentions and he's painted the a group of uh religious people who flagellate themselves in uh, uh, be, uh because they feel that god is punishing them and everyone else and in order to please god they are constantly whipping themselves and other people okay. in his name yeah and the squire who just came back from a 10-year crusade that clearly made things no better is like that's fucking ridiculous and sad yeah and it's just it's i don't know it's kind of cool to follow these guys um so then the knight is off and he's he's he finds like a little confession booth and he confesses to who he think is a, who he thinks is a monk and he talks to him and he's like he talks to him about his like uh crisis of faith and his time over overseas and um he also mentions um let me see what else he, he talks about god's aloofness mm-hmm. um he talks about um he says that he feels that he's done nothing meaningful in his life and that's why he doesn't want to die as well yeah, he wants proof fair. of an afterlife and then he also says uh because he mentions that he's just he's in, uh, in a chess game with um death and he says i know how to how to outsmart death and he reveals his strategy and just as he does that the monk turns around and it's revealed he was talking to death the whole time aha that's pretty funny it's really cool so then he gets all freaked out and he leaves and then as him and the squire are leaving the church they see this a uh, woman outside the church. She's been tied to a stake. She's been her hair has been uh, shaved off. Uh, she's been starved. And this idea is is that the people of the church feel as though she's laid with either the devil or death, and is the reason for all this death that's happening around them. And so they're going to burn her at the stake. Um, so just we're just constantly surrounded by religious persecution out of fear yeah. of something they don't fully Quite grasp understand. Or understand. Yeah weird it's it, it's always interesting when you see people interpret the same text multiple ways oh, absolutely for all different things well, i love that about this too because it's like fucking you don't know about 
like bacteria or no. like any of that shit. And no, it's like, no. what else? What other reason do you have? You have everyone's you have, dying. You have no other like grasp of why no. things are happening. The only book you have that talks about the plague, yeah, is this. And the only thing book, that happens, and, and, the God. O- and the only reason plagues happen in the Bible, right, is when someone does some bad shit. Bad so, shit, and it's from God. So you, you make know? sense. You're like, oh, connect the two. We gotta do something. It's but, just so but interesting. Never in that. It's like. I don't know. It's, it is weird how it's like, I don't think there was anything where it's like, you have to kill someone to oh, make it go away. Totally not. Like that's yeah. just people being like, that's going all the way back to like paganism. And oh shit, yeah, yeah. Where it's like, or I think it's that, uh, that I think it's a deeper sense of fear. Cause like God definitely in the Bibles, especially in the old Testament was oh, yeah. like, kill that motherfucker. <laughs> you <Yeah. know? laughs> like that was constant. These guys are pe- sending people. Let's go get them. Yeah. 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 And these people are also like at the ends of the rope and they're desperate. They probably think they're hearing God in their head. Going, oh yeah. Like, Go, this person's just bad. Just plague talking. Yeah, and these are people that are in the church. So like these people who are like that's the other thing, right? It's like only the people that the only people that have read the Bible are like the people in the church, and then you have all these illiterate motherfuckers. Yeah, that's a who good don't point. Know shit, and they're and just they're like, just like, well, I heard this one story. Yeah, it's like all right, that guy probably knows what he's talking about. Uh, so burn her. She's a witch. Well, speaking of that, mm. so then. Um, the squire comes across a man stealing from a dead woman. We don't know if he killed the woman. We just know she's dead. Okay. And then attempting to rape another woman. Well, that sounds like a cool dude. Pretty cool dude. Neato. And the squire realizes, he recognizes this man. He was a theologian, a member of the church, who 10 years earlier convinced him and the knights to go fight the Crusades. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> And now this motherfucker is going around fucking uh, stealing and maybe raping. maybe killing. Who knows? And we don't know. We, his name is Raval because uh, he's revolting. Because he's yeah, he's revolting. Uh, and so he says that if he sees him again, he's gonna brand him, like cut him, because he's been cut. I think in uh, the Crusades, um, the Squire. Squire's sort of been cut on oh, his face. Squire, Squire, yeah, yeah. So I think he's like, I'm going to brand you because of the shit that happened to me if yeah, I yeah. see you again. So he runs away. And so he basically saved the girl, the Squire did. But then because he saved the girl, he starts like feeling her up and she doesn't want any of that. And he's like, hey, man, I could have raped you, but I didn't. And you kind of owe me. And I'm just like, the uh, treatment of women in this movie is fucked. Pretty bad. It's like, pretty it's bad. It's not good. Every, like literally, everyone in this, all the women in this movie were treated like objects. Oh, I'm not. I'm not looking forward to what happens to Mia because she's like the one. That's the other thing. It's like this woman. I think is a mute. I think she doesn't talk during the first half of the movie. Mia is Joff's wife. No, this other girl. There's Mia, and uh, then there's this girl. Yeah, she's. They're all blonde. Um, yeah, she's not the actress. Okay. Mia's so. the actress, and then there's this girl who is with um the the two. The the God, there is just two guys and one girl, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and both like, groups. Well there are at some point in my half there mm-hmm. are three women. Three, okay. Three women. Yes. So there's total. Mia. Who is who is the, the actor. The act- actress. A- the actress who gets who was is married to the Smith. No. Okay. Okay, that's another woman. That's the one we have. She's the one that was married to the Smith. Then there's Mia who's married to the actor. Got it. Okay. And then there's this other lady. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Mia Mia does not say anything, right? No, Mia's the actor. So okay. she has to say stuff. Mia's the actor. Right. Wait, who's Joff married to? Joff is married to Mia. That's what I asked, I thought. Maybe I'm missing up. Oh, man. Joff is... is married to Mia. Mia talks. She's an actor. Got it. Then there's the other actor, other the manager, actor. The who manager. fucks around with the blacksmith's wife. But he's a dude, right? Wait, who fucks around the blacksmith's wife? The other guy, the other actor. Yes, there's two actors. Okay, there's two. There's two actors. One's a woman, one's a man. Y- there's 
What? Hold on. There's sorry. No, there's two dude actors. <laughs> there's three actors in, in total. Okay. There's Mia and Joff. Yes. Those are two actors. And then there's the other guy whose name is Jonas. Yes. Yeah, so Jonas is the one who fucks around with the Blacksmith's wife. Yes. And the Blacksmith's wife is it's blonde is blonde she's sort of like bigger and thicker. she doesn't say too much she does say she so. doesn't say much in my half okay but then there's she's mostly other, there to then, be fucking but then this other Jonas. woman appears yeah who's later okay and she's got very strong eyebrows yes. very striking eyes and she doesn't say anything in my half okay got it okay those are three those are three women that was rough all right it's hard when you don't know any of their names i know what except for one because <laughs> none of them are mentioned because he's like whatever yeah okay this so men's existential crisis speaking of which this is when all the characters meet up uh the actors are performing in a, the town square uh, the director Jonas sees the woman, the blacksmith's wife, and they go off and fuck each other. Cool. Um, and uh, then a crowd of religious fundamentalists show up and they flagellate themselves, interrupting the acting performance. God, what a pain. And the leader of it all starts calling people out. He's like, you ugly motherfucker. What are you doing to help our strife during the plague? You should whip yourself. Yeah. Make yourself he's, uglier. He's saying if you aren't whipping yourself or doing what everyone else is doing, you are causing this to get worse. This is what he's saying. Oof. It's really awful. It's really terrible. So then another scene happens. We see Joff. He's eating. And he's accused by the blacksmith of being an actor, which he is, and tricking his wife into sleeping How with the other actor. Dare you? Be I know. An actor. It's actually kind of funny because John. Well, because because I wonder if he's so simple that he's like acting is lying all the time. Well, or oh, the blacksmith. Maybe. Probably. Well, I think the blacksmith's also drunk. Yeah, he, and the blacksmith's very angry. Yeah, he has got some angry issues. And uh, well, it, it's only made worse by the character we we met earlier, uh, Raval. Raval yes. is there too, and he starts stirring the pot he's like this actor he knows all actors and he's probably fucking around with everybody you know he knows these people uh and then um joff at first is like just kind of funny he's like oh actors there's too many of them you should probably murder them all you know he's just kind of like jokey because that's who he is but then eventually he starts getting into real trouble and then raval um begins to threaten joff and forces him to humiliate himself in front of everybody sure okay that's the end of my hat Oh, okay. Threatens Joff, forces him to humiliate himself. Okay, now I'm cracking it out because I start this movie up and I just see some dude dancing. Yes. He's dancing at the like top a of the bear, table. they said. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I don't know who this is. It's Joff. Yes. And he says, where, How confused were you in your half of the movie? How long were you confused? There was a good, solid 10 minutes where I had no idea what was going on. Okay. Like, that's not too not, bad. Not though. too bad, but it was pure confusion. That's better than Dirty Dancing. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> there's I'm, a lot of characters to keep track of. That's true. Yeah. Uh, okay, so... So Joff is dancing. Joff's dancing and this guy with a scar comes up mm-hmm. and then he stabs him in the eye, it looks like, but I don't think that's really what happened. He says, you know what happened? happens if I come back next and then he hits him or whatever and it looks that's like... That's Raval that he stabbed in the eye probably, right? The dude with the scar? The dude with the scar stabbed someone. Maybe it was. I think Raval. I think the dude with the scar because he was talking to Raval earlier. Oh, maybe he, he sees did. Raval again. I think he does stab him. Oh, that might have been it because he warned him earlier that he was. I never do see that. Raval again because I don't think. because yeah. I, I thought he stabbed Joff and then Joff shows up later. But he looks fine. Yeah, no, Joff. I don't think he would have okay. stabbed Joff. That makes sense. Yeah. All right, so now we see the knight. He meets Joff's lady Mia, and he okay. says, "Like, you know, I'm tired." I'm wasted. I, I, keep, I love you, Dan. <laughs> I'm I'm in dull company, and I'm like, wow, rude. You just met her, <laughs> and, he's, and she's like, who? And he's like, myself. And I'm like, oh, that's sad. Yeah. And then um, very self-loathing. He sits down. Uh, oh no, Joff comes back and starts boasting about like I saw some angels and I had a great time at the bar. She's like, have you been drinking? He's like, nope, didn't drink a drop. Also, here's a nice bracelet. And he's just like a nice guy. Yeah, he is. He's a little goofy, a little weird, but he's nice. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, he plays with his his kid, mm-hmm. and then the night dude. They he offers the night dude a humble meal, and he's like, oh, I don't know about that. And then he's like, Where are you guys headed to? And they're like, We're going to Elsnor. And the night dude's like, Nah, man, that's got a bunch of plague stuff. You don't want to go that way. Yeah. Um, and he's like, Oh, well, we're going anyway, dude. I don't know. Um, and then they give him the they give him strawberries that they freshly picked. And, Yo, these strawberries look fucked up. They look weird to me. Really? Yeah. There are like not, there's no color in them. Well, it's black and white. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, they did look weird though. They're tiny. Oh, they were yeah. like really tiny and weird. And I'm like, man, is that what pre-GMO strawberries look like? <laughs> like we just yeah, don't probably. Know, like we just don't know as a society. We just don't know what they look like. I anymore. gotta tell you, that's what I love about black and white movies. Like, not enough people understand that. Like. That shit's real. Like you, when you watch a black and white movie, you're seeing a piece of history right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I love about these kind of, especially like silent films back in the day. You're oh, yeah. watching recorded historical artifacts. Isn't that in crazy? a way? Yeah, in a way. Like you see, you're getting a peek into a hundred years old. Yeah. Like, like I watched a black and white film the other day. Uh, it was on Netflix, and it was like recently restored. They just found like an original negative, and it's like if it wasn't for that, it would have been lost to time forever. These are people that lived. Yeah, it's, it's so weird it when you crazy. think about. Anyway, I was just talking about that. Did you watch bit. that train coming at you and you got freaked yeah, out? Yeah, you're like, it's old! Ah! It's history! Coming right at me. Um, and then some random dude appears. And I'm like, who's this guy? It's a squire. He's the guy with the Scarface. Uh-huh. Um, and Joff likes him because it's, oh, this guy saved my life, which yes. makes sense because, okay, there you that go. makes more sense. Mm-hmm. And then, and then uh, the Ad- squire's like, what do you want to do? Uh, you want to get big? <laughs> Scarface. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I don't remember that movie. That was 200 episodes ago. <laughs> I have forgotten a lot since then. Yeah, I we... can barely remember this plot. <laughs> but I believe this is you. Your, you, you. It is you we are talking about. Yes, this yeah. is me. My memory is, only goes two podcasts deep. <laughs> like, cool we Runnings. Don't know what we did I don't remember what cool we did running. before Cool Runnings. <laughs> was that the Fireflies? Grave of the Fireflies? Oh, yeah, it was Grave of the Fireflies. Possibly? Maybe it was just too... Suppressed depression. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> so then the knight's like tell, talking to Mia, and Mia's like, "Oh, did you have a lover?" And he, she, he's like, "Yeah, I did." Mm-hmm. And then he says, probably a quote of the movie. The quote being sums this movie up. He says, "Faith is like a relationship where you call out, and no matter how loud you call, no one ever answers." Oh, damn. Oh, uh, that's true. That that's poetry true. right there. It's good. Um. And then he starts to really realize, like, he appreciates kind of what is around him. So he's enjoying, like, the food and mm-hmm. all these people he likes. Everyone is very friendly with him. He's just hanging out. It's and, definitely and, something he hasn't been accustomed to. That's what I was while. thinking. Like, yeah. at this point, he's just hanging out. And I was like, well, this seems like a nice time. But knowing now that he came from the Crusades. Yeah, for 10 years. And just hanging around, like, plagues and stuff. Yeah. And he's just like, I'm just now, like, I'm going to enjoy this milk, this fresh milk I got. I'm mm-hmm. just going to enjoy it. Some of these weird fucking strawberries. Uh-huh. Yeah. But then over in the corner, death. Death's hanging out. And he's like, you got to make your move, buddy. That's your first time seeing death, too. Yeah. How, it, was, it was creepy. He's creepy. He yeah. disappears. Yeah. And I, I think that message of just like live life to the fullest and you know appreciate what you have sort of thing. I think that's kind of the message of this whole movie, really. Yolo, Yo- Yolo dude. Yolo, dude. Yolo, that's what this movie's Yolo. about. <laughs> Seventh Yolo. Man, back when we started this podcast, that was actually a thing people said. <laughs> well, people don't say Yolo anymore. It's all about dabbing on your graves, <laughs> Fortnite. <laughs> Yo, no. 
Yoko? Oh, no. All right, forgive me. He says, forgive me, I was distracted. Mm-hmm. So He says to death, which is interesting because mm. people distract themselves a lot right. when they're faced with uh, The beauty of life. Death. No, not even that, when they're faced with death, when oh. they know death is right, hanging right, right. out there. And the way they shot this mm. is brilliant because they had <laughs> all of his friends hanging out there mm-hmm. and enjoying life and eating and you know having their you know having a good time with their family yeah and in the background in the foreground you just see him playing with death in Ooh. the chest it's kind of like that's you know cool. when you're having like a good time and yeah. then suddenly you get existential all dread, of a sudden out of nowhere just suddenly just you're just like oh yeah I would at some days. at some point my life's gonna end yeah yeah, yeah. you're just like oh shit and you're just kind of like Everything kind of distances, and all your friends are like, "Hey, what's wrong?" And you're like, "Nothing, man. Everything's yeah. okay." You want to jump buddy. back in, but you can't. Yeah, you played that game. You're playing that game. You're playing oh. that game of like, man, how how am I gonna get my strategy to beat death? That's so fascinating. Mm. And now death knows he's on his tail. He knows. Yeah, he knows. Yeah. So then, uh, yeah, he asks death says, "Oh, I heard you have a strategy," and all this like kind of teases him. And I didn't know what that was, but it makes sense now. Now you do. Yeah. Um, Whoa, I got a reminder. I got to edit the other half podcast. Thanks, Google. <laughs> um, so that scared me. I know. It's like we were just talking about death. Here it comes. Google talks in the background. Yeah. All right. Um, and then, yeah, uh, Knight says, you know, this game amuses me. And I like the game. And then Death asks, hey, are you escorting that family through the forest? He's like, yeah. Why do you ask? He's like, no reason. Oh, no. Reason no. Oh, and then no. we cut to this guy. I guess he must be a blacksmith. He's crying about a woman. Yeah, he's a big guy. And they basically just talk about, you know, um, I think the scar guy says, you know, it's best to just kill them when they're alive. And I'm like, what the fuck? This guy's crazy. (laughs) Just kill them. He's like, you know, I'm a smith man. I'm very violent. You get this because he says, I'm going to twist them with tongs and hit them with a sledgehammer. And I'm like, I don't know what he's talking about. (laughs) Sounds like he's broken up over a woman and is really mad. I don't know if he's going to attack her or the man. Don't know. Probably both. Probably both. Yeah. And then um, Scarman says some shit that really contradicts with what he said earlier. Mm. He says, love is perfect and it's imperfect perfection. No, that is pretty contradictory. It's, it's right pretty there. contradictory. To, yeah. You should kill one when they're alive. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but also love. Love is beautiful. It's beautiful. Love is beautiful. But if you're not in love with a woman, just fucking just kill fucking him. Just fucking murder him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Put him in the back of a car. It's fine. Yeah. Um, I think you just fuck up this drug guy. He probably is. Yeah. He probably is. Yeah. He's a nihilist, so what do you need? Yeah, know? exactly. Um, uh, da, 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 da. So then the Smith comes out, apologizes to Joff about being violent for some reason, and then they leave town. They all come together and they all leave town together. I'm not sure why they're all traveling together, but I don't either. And their manager isn't with them? The one that was fucking the blacksmith's wife? He is gone, but then he appears oh. right now in this scene. What? I was just going to ask. He just appears, and I have no idea who the hell this guy is. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. of a sudden, the Smith guy's mad and chases a dude with a beard. Yes. And he yes. has a beard. Does he have a beard? He has a beard, yeah. yeah. He chases the dude to the beard, and uh, he's with a woman, and the woman just kind of stands. She's like, I'll talk to you later, and chases him, mm. runs to the forest, and is going to attack him, but the, the actor runs to the rest of the crew, and basically it's a, a, a kind of a long scene with the uh, Smith making fun of the actor and like saying how he's stupid and you're dumb and just being mean to him and his like lover and his uh, wife uh, right. being mean. And um, the blacksmith's wife, he's making yes. fun of. Okay. And during this time, the, the scar guy is like editing him on, and being like, "You should, you should, do, you should tell him this, you should tell him that." And then um, it's like a game of D and D. It's, it's <laughs> it is. It does kind of feel like yeah. that in a weird way. Yeah. Um, 
You've and encountered so I, the forest. Yeah. It's a blacksmith. He's what do you mad. do? Do you egg him on? Do you egg him on to murder his wife? Yeah. Um, and then, so the actor's like, oh, okay. So then his wife is like, no, 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 don't. You know what? I need to come back to you. And then uh, I'm going to make your favorite food, which Scarman is like, she's going to say this because women are all evil. Oh, and no. And so he's, she's going to manipulate him to do all these things. It's like, yeah. And you know what you should do, Mr. Blacksmith? You should kill that actor guy. You should kill him for me. He's like... The wife said this? Yeah. Okay. And he's like, okay, I'll do that. But then the actor's like, nah, you go ahead and kill me. That's fine. I don't even want to live anymore. Anyway, if I can't have her, whatever. It's cool. And he's like, well, I can't kill him. He doesn't want you... He's not even putting up a fight. He's (laughs) not even insulting me. And then he's like, that's fine. The actor goes out to the forest, grabs a knife, and then stabs himself whoa and i'm like oh shit but it looks fake and it is i thought because he's an actor i couldn't tell if it was fake because it's movie, a movie yeah but it was actually because he is an actor oh that's so clever so he pretends to kill himself and then scar guy walks up to john mm-hmm. or uh not john's heart um yeah i think it's plog joff plog smith smith <laughs> plog the, smith john the the uh blacksmith and okay. it's like is it what you want are you happy he's like this isn't what i wanted i didn't want him to kill himself mm-hmm He's like, aren't you happy? And I'm just like, man, this, this guy is kind of a dick. <laughs> just torture people for like no reason. Yeah. Um, Which is actually kind of funny because that's what he was. That's the guy he killed like in the bar earlier. That's what he was doing too. Raval. Yeah, but Raval was literally raping people. <laughs> no, that's true. But like both Raval and this guy have egged on the same person. That's true. In the movie. It's just a poor vulnerable. And fucking like the fucking guy was like. He was like sexually assaulting that woman too. Oh, uh, Scar, the Scar face? Scar man was sexually assaulting that lady. Like he fucking groped her and yeah, kissed her when she true. didn't want to. Yeah, he's a bad person, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so then um, they walk away, and then the actor awakens and pulls it out of his eyes. Like this is my greatest performance, and he pulls off his beard, and it's like a fake beard. Mm. And I'm like, oh shit! I was I thought it was crazy for a second. I thought it was, he was death. <laughs> I was like, that'd be so cool, buddy. Though, because. When we first see him, he's wearing a death mask. Oh, interesting. Because he's going to be playing death in the, in the ah, play. Ah, no, he de- he's not death. So he's like, well, I got to climb a tree in case. Uh, so I got to wait here until they leave. So I'm going to climb a tree until to get away from animals and stuff. Mm. So he goes up there, but then death appears. Mm. Death is like, I'm going to saw this tree down. <laughs> so he starts sawing the tree and he looks down and is like, oh man, th- dude, why are you going to kill me? Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, y- your time's come. Death's, death's, death's knocking. And he's like, tries to barter with him. Of course, Death doesn't care. Right. And then the tree falls over and he dies. And then a squirrel. Oh, this is interesting. This, they, they have the tree fall. Then a squirrel comes on top of the tree stump, which is weird. I, I like that, it. I don't know if that means anything. It's just cute. It's cute. It's a, like a real squirrel. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's a real squirrel. no CGI squirrel. Oh, do they trade that squirrel? Maybe. They probably just put some food on there. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, I oh. like nuts. <laughs> I like tree stumps. <laughs> What's this camera? <laughs> I hope I'm in color. I'm naked. <laughs> the wardrobe department's skimping. <laughs> um, the so now they are hanging out at camp and a different camp. I think they moved to this point. Sure. And suddenly it's very quiet and they all notice it. And then they see a bunch of people, um, these kind of knights mm. trying to move a witch to burn her. Oh. And they're like, I bet uh, it's the same girl as earlier. Maybe I guess. Oh, they didn't kill her. No. No. Maybe they were not. leaving her out. They're gonna kill her. So later. then. Um, the knight goes up and is like, why, why are you guys doing this? And he's like, oh, we volunteered for this. We've been paid. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense. How do you get paid and then volunteer? The volunteer, yeah. We volunteered to get paid, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> they applied. <laughs> yeah, they, they applied. I guess I voluntarily work at my current job. Yeah. 
But you don't volunteer. You're being paid to do it. Yeah, I don't yeah. feel like it's volunteer work. That's like you apply to do something. Maybe back in the day, volunteer meant something different. Probably, yeah. <laughs> This is before well, I, guess I guess you didn't have a choice what you're doing back in the day. It was more like you just do this. But they're still getting to. paid to do it. So now they volunteered to get paid. Yeah, that's As true. opposed to being forced to get paid. <laughs> like go on a crusade. I don't know. Anyway, so now um, uh, we follow the volunteers, which I think um, the squire and the knight go with them. And mm-hmm. they're going to go set up the burning place. So they're going to burn her. And the knight asks the witch... Uh, are you in league? I hear you're in league with the devil. Are mm-hmm. you in league with the devil? And he's like, why do you? She's like, why do you care? And he says, because I want to ask him about God. If you know, if you can talk to him. Oh, and she's like, I see him everywhere. I look everywhere. I see him. He's right behind you. And he looks. He's like, I don't see anything. She's like, Well, look into my eyes. Do you see the devil? He looks in. He says, I see terror. I don't see anything. <sighs> and she says, I see him everywhere. And they ask, Why? What have you done to this? 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 This girl? And why are her hands crushed? And this this great shot of like the all the people who are in armor and actually doing a heavy lifting. Like, I don't know, ask that monk guy. And the monk just turns and it's a spooky shot. And he looks like death in some ways. Oh. Uh, I, he might actually be death. Probably I couldn't remember it, but he's like, you know, he's like, you ask a lot of questions, but you'll get no answers. Oh. That makes it better if he's death. So probably he's death. I think he is death. Yeah, yeah. I think he's death. Oh, that's um, interesting. And then the knight gives the witch some drugs to stop the pain. She's like, this will help ease the pain as you die. Mm-hmm. And then they put her at a stake. And then... um. He's watching her burn or start to die, and he talks to and the squire man says, "Oh no!" He asks the squire man, "Who's watching over the child? God, Satan, or emptiness?" And the squire replies, "Poor child, look at her now. In her last moments, you see a close up of her face. She sees the moon for what it is. It is emptiness." Oh my fucking I'm like, damn! God. I love it. <laughs> so, um, so you see her face as she's like burning. Well, it's. <sighs> Okay, burning as in her feet are probably on fire. You right, don't right, see right, any of it right. actually burning. Because oh, this is the like, 50s. You can't show stuff like that. That's no. crazy. Well, you could, but it just, you know. You wouldn't, no one would see your movie. Yeah. <laughs> and he and you know the guy who made this movie? He was like, I want to put this in the Museum of Motion Pictures everywhere, <laughs> one always. One yeah. day. <laughs> the one shot they're going to remember is the girl on the stake. That chess scene, boring as fuck. Well. chess. <laughs> no one cares about that. But this scene where she realizes emptiness and the void of life as she faces death. Looks at the moon. She oh. looks at the moon. It's going to be, you know, all over the place. It's going to be in AFI's top 100 scenes list. It's going to be all over the place. It's going to be on the Criterion channel. Yep. <laughs> They're going to go podcast. They're going to put that that in the first picture on the poster. Not this death guy. <laughs> Fuck that dude. Anyway. Oh, um, man. That's so gorgeous. Um, and then uh, it's camp time mm-hmm. for change and existential dread. So they go back to camp. Mm-hmm. And um, some mm-hmm. random dude appears okay. screaming. And he just wants water. And he mm-hmm. screams, I'm afraid of dying. I don't want to die. And I'm like, okay, well, you're a little heavy handed. <laughs> <laughs> we get it and the scarface guy or the squire the quiet woman and the one we can't the one who never talks okay i don't know her name either. i don't remember her name she comes up and she's like i want to give him water she looks like she's giving water So she's talking she did not say anything she oh, just okay. motions like she's gonna do it like she grabs water and is like i want to give him water okay but the scarface guy just keeps holding him and holding her and says it's no use don't help him it's no use and then he just screams a lot and then dies and i'm like i feel like People in the plague don't scream a lot and die. <laughs> I feel like they die very quietly. Oh, well, they die slowly and like vomit on yeah. each other and shit. He, he was just kind of walking around in circles going, I'm dying! <laughs> I'm dying! I'm dead. Yeah, yikes. And I'm like, all right, well. That's not how it worked. Yeah, I know. But yeah. you know what? I think they 
dramatized it a little, a little bit. bit yeah a little bit to get their point it's across a little theatrical also i movie. feel like when you're dying you don't scream a lot like i'm afraid of dying i don't want to die you don't scream that you just go i'm dead really i don't know i think you scream a lot i feel like if you're maybe you've seen the opening of uh oh, i was gonna say forgetting sarah marsh <laughs> no, you saw the opening of saving private Ryan. uh i've never seen that movie I've never seen Savior Private Ryan. Are you serious? Yeah, I don't know why I've never seen it. You would love it. Either. Well, let's see. Okay, that's a different style of death. You're yeah, getting shot. You're getting that's true. You're getting mortally wounded that's as opposed point. to a plague. That's a good point. And I feel like a plague you wouldn't be able to breathe enough to scream that. That's true too. That was kind of my yeah, takeaway. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, good point. Good point. Um, uh, let's see. So then he dies, and then Joff. Um, the night goes over, and it's like I guess I'll play chess with death. Mm-hmm. And Joff sees him playing with death. He, he sees death? He sees death. And right, because Joff has the visions. Yeah. And he says, hey, Mia, this... Oh, no, wait. Is Mia the one married? Mia's the wife. Yeah. Okay. He says, Mia, I see the knight, and he's playing chess. And she's like, oh, yeah, he does that. He's like, no, he's playing chess. I see him playing with death. She's like, you do? That's scary. Don't... Let's let's leave. And, <laughs> and Joff's like, let's let's get out of here. So I they like pack them. up, and they just leave quietly while they're, everyone's distracted. They've got a child to take yeah, care of. They got, they got, yeah, they, they got... They don't want to fuck to around with a guy yeah. that's taking around death. Yeah, you, you don't really bother with him. He's a bad actor. That's funny that Mia, like... Just believes him? Yeah. Like, doesn't believe anything else, but, like, believes this one. I think it's kind of like a thing of, like... Maybe you just need to trust people you love. Well, more I think it's so also than just like crazy fanatics. Maybe it's that, but I think it's also a thing of like maybe she can tell. Like she probably sees him and fo- thinks that death does follow him. You know, like maybe. just like his like that could be it. I mean, uh, he does look like he's gonna die. Today. Yeah, like, he's exactly. an old man. He's probably what thirty. <laughs> <laughs> but he looks like day, an old man. Yeah, back in the day, thirty was an old man. That's true, I guess. Yeah. Um, anyway, so they leave. Do we yes. see them ever in the rest of the movie? Oh, uh, we do, but oh, okay, not okay. yeah. Um, so then, um. He's playing Knight accidentally knocks over some pieces. He's like, oh, man, you know, I forgot where they go. Guess we're going to have to play a little bit longer. And Death's like, don't worry, I remember. And he puts them all back. Oh. And he says, by the way, you'll be checkmated in the next turn. And he moves his, the test piece over, some chess piece over. And it's like, when I come back, it'll be for you and your companions. And at this point, he, the Knight says, so is that it? Um, do you have... You have nothing to tell me. You have nothing to tell me about the afterlife. Implying about the afterlife doesn't say anything. Right, right, right. And then Death just says, I have nothing to tell. And then just walks away. (laughs) (laughs) And then, uh, so then we got uh, Joff and Mia, and -hmm. they are in a wagon trying to escape, but suddenly there's thunder and lightning and everything. It's going crazy. And you're like, we have to settle down. And they're quiet. And then we go to the next scene where everyone else is arriving at the castle. I guess the castle is where they've been going. I don't know why they're going there, but the hmm. knight comes in and it's his wife. His wife's in the castle. Oh. That it sounded like his wife was dead earlier was implied, but maybe they, she's They di- thought, well, I think the squire thought his wife was dead. I don't know. I mean, maybe he's knight. never seen him for so long. It's 10 years. That's 10 what he years. said. That's yeah. a long time. And the plague's going around. Yeah, the so plague's like, going around. Yeah. So it's like, he's probably just assuming she's dead. Yeah. And she's like, I've been waiting here for you. And uh, don't you know me anymore? Oh. You two have changed. Oof. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I have. And she's like, do you regret anything he says no i don't regret anything what but i am tired (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and then you know while you're having right after dinner you know you got to read you got to read the seventh seal passage from the bible Mm. and she reads it out loud and everyone at one point everyone turns and they see death standing there hanging out shit and the knight is praying asking god like 
what's going on anything for this please forgive me for whatever i've done yeah making peace i guess right but also, but also bit, like uh, terrified also desperate yeah and the scar guy says basically no one's listening it doesn't oh, matter shit. <laughs> it doesn't matter yeah and then the lady who doesn't say anything the whole movie mm-hmm. they got a close-up of her on the camera and she just says it is finished <sighs> and then it fades to joff and his family and they're having a great time and it's sunny and everything's awesome and everyone's happy and joff looks out in the distance and he sees he says mia i see all of our friends there they're all dancing death is leading them and he's making them dance in a long line and then Mia just dismisses and says, oh, you and your visions. <laughs> and that's the end of the movie. And you see oh. them all dancing. And that's if you look at some of the posters, they have a great shot of death with his arm outstretched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they have along his arm is the scene of all the silhouettes of them dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very creepy. Is it cool? Like, it does look do cool. Do they look like they're happily dancing? Or do they, like, are they just they look like dancing? They look like they're just dancing. It's hard. To, they're so far away. Right. It's hard to tell. Is it, uh, is it the knight and his wife as well? Or is it just the knight, his wife? It's hard to tell. It's okay. literally just silhouettes. Probably, I assume it's probably like how many people are behind him. I didn't. Dude, that didn't count. I didn't sit there count. What did you find? <laughs> <laughs> how many people are there? Is there enough? Hmm. I don't know because I want to know how many people died. Because obviously, Joff and his wife. Didn't... I imagine all of them because they went to a pl- land covered in plague. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she. Everyone, everyone died. And by the way, his wife is the only one in the castle because everyone left because the plague. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, they yeah, all yeah. left. So I'm pretty sure they're all dead. Fuck, that's a good ending. Yeah. I really like this movie. It's a good, it's it, you know what I was. It has moments that I'm like, okay, yeah, treatment of women, eh. yeah, there are women characters literally don't do anything but go, you're silly man, mm. and uh, I've been waiting here for you, and it is finished. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like there's that's like they don't do anything. That's right, what, but it's fifties. <laughs> Barely. It's the fifties being represent representing like, a worse time. Yeah, exactly. So it's like on top of that. Yeah. Um. I think some of the uh, there was a part where there was no music. Mm. Like there was like Joff was like, "I'll oh, play some music" on his like little harpsichord, or whatever. I don't know, lute, <laughs> whatever he's playing. There's no music in the background. Whatever. These are nitpicky. Right. Right. Um, right. and I think some of the the dialogue is a little a little heavy handed. A little heavy handed, or a little too ambiguous in some parts. Interesting. But there are moments where it really hits that mark. It really mm-hmm. just zooms in. You're like, that is a good-ass line. That yeah. is a good, existential-ass crisis line. And throughout, great. So beautifully shot. It is very well shot. Holy Especially shit. Especially using a you know full-screen Yeah, it's 3x2. Uh, is it 3x2? Okay. I yeah. thought it might have been 4x3. Oh, maybe it is 4x3. I don't it, No, they're, no. They're so it close. Is four by th- it's one of those. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's full-screen. It's yeah. a basic-ass full-screen. Right, right, right. But they use that. They frame it so well, so beautifully. It's insane yeah and like i think it's also the fact that like it is an old film too so like i think criterion did a really good transfer of it like I it think, is a very good transfer yeah i bet they like went in i've seen shots of them like renovating old films and stuff and like in the little nooks and crannies gorgeous yeah gorgeous film it's a good looking film yeah um, and i will say it is it is very good <laughs> it's really it's really very good. very good i really liked it me I, too even coming in the second half i'm getting confused but like once you figure out like First off, I was introduced so many characters. But, There's so many characters. But once I kind of gra- grasp on the main characters I should be paying attention to, mm-hmm. and their different viewpoints on the world, and kind of how the world has treated them, and how they interpret that as far as like what happens after you die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how they all react to different things, and kind of what the message of this movie is. Right, right, right. And for me, I think the message of the movie is a very. <sighs> 
I don't think it uh, fully is like completely nihilistic, as in like there's no answers. Yeah, right, like right. you know, there's it's not completely like there is no God, but mm-hmm. it is dealing with that fact of like, you know, there there's so much problems with religion and things like that. Totally, that maybe we shouldn't worry so much about that and take life day by day, mm-hmm. kind of like what Joff is doing, right? And it's just like I'm just gonna you know enjoy what I see. And here, see this horrifying, sh- this horrifying shit. Yeah, and just you know, just let it kind of wash over me. You know, I do think what I love about this movie is I think the movie's very much up for interpretation. I oh, don't yeah. think I don't think there's one answer to it, and I think it's by design. Like that final shot of Jaffa where he, he sees like that vision. It's like he is a bizarre man. Like mm-hmm. you know, like I don't think the the baby Jesus and like, you know, and the Virgin were in the fields, you know, like I think his vision of, of the, the, of death and the men and all that stuff and and the people in the fields. I think that's also like, do we believe him? Like, should we believe him? Right. You know? Yeah. I, I think the movie's definitely left open for it. And it's like, I think the movie is, 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 done that way so you can sort of get what you want out of it like are we seeing all of this from joss perspective we don't know weird crazy visions like we, maybe the knight is never actually talking to death at all i don't know i don't know we don't know they don't know we don't know i think i think that's what i love about it it's like because that's the other thing is like you strike me as a very joff sort of guy you're very yeah, yeah. like having a lucky very upbeat you know mm-hmm. and you take stuff as it is and like i'm watching this movie i don't i don't love all the things he does but i kind of like the squire like i love how he looks at everything and it's very dark and he's like he doesn't really give a shit and he's just like uh eh, yeah it's probably pretty terrible you know like i can i but i've definitely had moments where like i'm very much like the uh the knight as well mm-hmm. where like you just get this like dread and you just feel like there's like this it's it's interesting where and i sometimes i'm like chop too i don't know I, I i look at this movie and i understand everyone's point of view and that's the thing is everyone has a different personification of maybe other people's stages of so, definitely of thinking about you know definitely. what happens after you die stuff like that right and I, I think it personifies it in these three characters mm. and it shows kind of the extremes of all of them right exactly. for example joff is uh, he's flighty he's weird he's bizarre he doesn't think about it too he much. doesn't think about it too much yeah and that's kind of how you know maybe so but he gets himself in trouble because of that sometimes he does yeah um the knight he has just constantly in fear all the time always yeah. feeling bad yeah um, he's a not not fun guy at parties because yeah because he's thinking way too much about all this stuff yeah and then you have the nihilist who's just an, who just doesn't care yeah and, and he's, he's to the point of being an asshole to the point of being a real asshole yeah um and that and I think it's just showing the folly of all those different thoughts and Viewpoints. maybe maybe somewhere in the middle is kind of where it's like yeah in the middle like you know yeah have some faith well not too much maybe not in, you know maybe maybe not in a deity or anything maybe in, maybe it's in people right exactly maybe it's something else like that experiences or whatever experiences or whatever your thing is yeah yeah yeah. It's it's kind of like don't get hung up on either of these kind of you know it's it's a centrist viewpoint but you know <laughs> <laughs> well I even think you could look at it even deeper than that because you can even attribute like the women characters as well with like the the mute woman who says it's over like she clearly sees the things the way that it is you yeah, know yeah. she accepts the world and she just goes through it she doesn't feel the need to say anything or do much mm-hmm. and then when it's all over she's like well it's over it's the way it goes it's my time it's my time it's my time it's my time <laughs> yep uh yeah or uh, mia you know she's a loving mother she seems like a really nice lady too i don't know i, I here's the thing you, it's hard to really put it is very hard because they're pretty much they're very they're written by one man who to and literally says multiple times the nihilist is like women are evil yeah, and it's exactly. just like and then that one lady's like why don't you kill that guy yeah. because he was mean to me yeah and it's like eh, okay like i i yeah that that yeah, stuff you true. need to kind of but 
I don't know. I still love it. Yeah, it's still a good movie. Holy um, fuck. You know, it has flaws. What are you going to do? It's, but, a, uh, it's, yeah. it's an old movie. But I definitely could see why this is a classic and why it's in, you know, all those AFI theaters. And Criterion. And Criterions. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, yeah, and all those, uh, those motion picture museums. And, that, why, and why it's and parodied collage. everywhere. Yeah. yeah, it sticks with you, too. And, you like, know, like, doing this kind of movie in the 50s. And right? I mean, it's in Sweden, so like, all right, it could probably come out of Sweden. Yeah, <laughs> it has yeah. to come out of Sweden. <laughs> but like, doing this kind of movie in the fifties and like it getting the traction is pretty crazy. It's like, nuts it, doing the ask these kind of questions. It didn't hit me until like the first music sting happened in the in the movie, and I'm like, this sounds like the Twilight Zone, and I'm like, whoa, this probably was made around the same time as the Twilight Zone. It's yeah. a weird thing to think about. It's a weird thing to think about, and also you know, right after you know, right after World War II, stuff like that. Totally. And, like, you know, one might say that was a crusade of a different style. <laughs> Very much so. Yeah. Obviously not religious based, but you know. Surrounded by death. Oh yeah. You know, especially after hearing of like the concentration camps and stuff, you're just like, of course you have like a crisis of faith, you yeah. know, understandably so. I don't know. And I I'll, love it. Especially Sweden, you know, yeah. they didn't really participate too exactly. much. As far as I'm aware, I might be wrong. I'm no, sorry. No, no. Uh, they might have not participated as much in World War II as I feel like they have. Mm-hmm. So they might be feeling bad. Yeah. They feel like they didn't do enough with their life. I don't know. This is all, this know. is all a uh, conjecture. This is all extrapolation from a movie we watched like two hours ago right <laughs> so like we're pulling a lot <laughs> maybe we should have more time to ruminate on this but Possibly. still you know this is this is our hot do we want to go away and like take a look at some stuff or do you want to just yeah we got some time let's do a little bit of that all right let's do it we're back yeah so we looked at some stuff on imdb and yep. wikipedia about the movie all that good stuff that you know deep deep research you do the the, yeah, the kind of research that you do that's definitely accurate uh, hey, you know this movie is, is regarded as one of the greatest movies of all time? <laughs> Not a surprise. Whoa. We really liked it. It Whoa. held up pretty well. You know, this is better than the Field of Dreams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. 100% in yeah. every way. Ugh. Uh, Forgot about that movie. Uh, what else do you have on there? Because I've got one that I really like. Okay, say the one you really like, because I bet it's the same one I'm thinking of, but uh, go ahead. Okay. The last but one scene yep. in which Death is dancing yep. away from his followers was shot when some of the actors had gone home for the day using some technicians <laughs> and a few tourists as stand-ins. Apparently, he conceived the scene, on, the director conceived the scene on the spot and had to improvise quickly because of an interesting cloud formation that he wanted in the background. I love That's that. That's amazing. Because I asked you which people were there and you could tell me. And I'm because like, he probably just doesn't recognize them. They weren't there at all. Vindicated. I love that. That's such a great bit of information. And the fact that he just wanted to shoot that scene because of the cloud formation. Yep. I love that. And it did, did make some interesting lighting. Yeah. Uh, apparently that first scene was based off of, or the whole concept was based off an old um, painting, like an old, uh, I think it was like 1400s mm. painting. Or uh, Yeah, I guess the look of the 50, whole movie. For, yeah, 14th century painting of like... Um, death playing chess <laughs> oh literally a, a painting of it that's interesting um, um but, the but, ma- the the character the the, the woman mm-hmm. apparently has no name in the movie okay, they don't cool. give her a name at all great. Yep. yeah it sounds great yep. yeah well, <laughs> um, <laughs> then uh yeah so i mean th- th- this movie's not very accurate to the time okay well, i, I think it's obviously it's more of an allegory for everything totally but, and, and more the captured the feeling of the middle ages of <laughs> which reflects kind of a uh mirror of kind of dealing with what life means after learning about the atrocities of the holocaust and the atomic age when oh it's yeah like, oh totally. now we have this way to make that's what we're talking about crazy. yeah yeah after world war ii exactly yeah, totally so that's one of the big ways to do it um appa- yeah apparently the director was 
dealing with a crippling fear of death and this movie sort of helped him deal with it like in a cathartic way i be- yeah and i believe he was writing um a uh, I believe he wrote this movie mm-hmm. while sick, like recovering in a hospital. Yeah, he said like some gastrointestinal thing. Yeah, some yeah. gastrointestinal thing. Um, apparently, he uh, grew up in an extremely Christian household. I believe it. Um, which Wikipedia for uh, is his father being a charismatic rector? I don't know what a rector is. Anyway. Like the rectory? R-E-C-T-O-R. I'm gonna, you know, it's highlighted. I should click it and yeah. find it so I don't sound like it's I know the dummy. rectory is a part of the church. Like the oh yeah, part. it's a it's a, a like, cleric the, who functions as an administrative leader. There okay. you go. I okay. That. Anyway, so he's apparently very charismatic, and this may have explained Bergman's adolescent infatuation with Hitler, which later deeply tormented him. <laughs> <laughs> That's like when you're like, you know, who my favorite actor is Kevin Spacey. Oh, no. <laughs> and then you're like, fuck, <laughs> fuck you, fucking asshole. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> like oh my you God. went to you went to school because you saw fucking like American like uh, uh, what, what the fuck is the name of the movie that he was in American Beauty oh, yeah. and like the usual suspects and fucking seven you're like I love Kevin Spacey he could do no wrong in my eyes and all of a sudden he fucking does these awful oh, you learn about the awful atrocities he's committed you're like fuck <laughs> I still say Kevin Spacey's still not as bad as him. No, 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 no. But, you know, same same thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, man. Um, as a six-year-old, uh, Bergman used to car- uh, help the gardener carry corpses what? Uh, to the mortuary. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> the gardener was a murderer. <laughs> he helped him out. He lived a bohemian lifestyle, probably mm. for uh, rebelling against uh, his parents. His parents. Yeah. Uh, what else did he do? Um, uh, some people interpreted this movie as this is Geralt Mast. I mm. assume he's very important. He has his own Wikipedia entry. I don't know. Who he is. <laughs> um, I don't click the blue links. I just look at them and go, "That sounds important." Oh, that's important. Uh, you know, you could scroll over them and get just a little bit of information. Yeah, like roll over them, then it'll pop up. Uh, a Tell me to do this, looking up things. Uh, Geralt Mast was an author, film historian, and member of the University of Chicago faculty. So he's just some guy. <laughs> Great, thanks for that, Mike. You really slowed You're down just the rhythm. Some guy, Ethan. You're not a fucking Wikipedia. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm gonna make a Wikipedia entry tomorrow. I'm gonna be on Wikipedia. I'm gonna put also related to Ethan Hawk, fucker. That's right. I'm gonna put it on there. Related links. <laughs> related links. You might also podcaster. Like. <laughs> That's right. Right under there. I love it. Good anyway, time. sorry, I totally interrupted you. What was uh, this? No, he says. <clears throat> Quote, like the gravedigger in Hamlet, the squire treats death oh, as a yeah. bitter and hopeless joke. Since we all play chess with death and since we all must suffer through this hopeless joke, the only question about the game is how long it will last and how well we play it. Mm-hmm. To play it well, to live, is to love and not to hate the body and the mortal, as the church urges in Bergman's metaphor, which makes sense. Yeah, I, think I, that's a great, that. I think that's a great way to interpret it. Yeah, I think it's a good interpretation. Uh, you got anything else? Not really. Not too yeah, much on IMDb. Um, There's some goofs like, uh, the this guy's arm moves or whatever. <laughs> fucking cares. It's like the 50s, dude. Yeah, it's, uh, right? It's like, fuck you. This is a bad Could you imagine movie. like CinemaSins existing in the 50s? We, oh my God, movies. Oh, <laughs> movies. It, it, it makes movies worse. People who watch CinemaSins make movies worse. Yeah. You're, yeah. <laughs> I, would say, I, I do love on Wikipedia is a great list of all the references this ever like. 
Oh yeah, was. is the Muppet movie too on that? Uh, <laughs> Muppets, uh, Muppets Most Wanted, I believe it's I called. do not see it on the Muppets Most Wanted. Oh, what a shame! Uh, but I do see Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey and mm. Monty Python and the Holy Grail, which makes sense. Of course, yeah, same yeah. time period. Right, right, right. The flagellation scene. Yeah. Exactly. Um, uh, yeah. I, I, one thing I, I learned too is apparently he was also the way it was directed was inspired by uh, Kurosawa movies, okay. which uh, we saw sense. Seven Samurai. Yeah, Seven Seals, Seven Samurai, both the black and white. I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> same movie same thing uh yeah this movie's fucking gorgeous and if you haven't seen it i highly recommend it easiest way to watch it clearly is to get the criterion channel yeah but it's not the that. easiest thing not the easiest way to watch it but, but you know it's, it's it is easy. a way to watch hey, man, it you got roku or fire stick you're good to go yeah uh, and i i definitely do because this is a gorgeous version of it you yeah know? it is very pretty it definitely is nice to have all those out. uh shout out to the criterion uh channel hope you last longer than filmstruck fuck God, I hope so. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, fix your app. Fix your app. Be- please, please, everyone wants wants you to succeed. Please, uh, just yes. do it. Um, yeah. Uh, if you guys like this episode, you want to listen to previous ones, like the Seven Samurai one, I think is a, a pretty similar one to this, where we just talk about a movie in a very serious and, format. Yeah, and a good movie. In a good movie. Uh, you can find them on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, and Spotify. And while you're there, please leave a five-star rating and review. We will read it on the show, no matter what it says, even if it is an existential crisis about life and death and the meaningless of it all uh and if you want to get a hold of us and tell us all about it you can email us at email at the other half podcast.com or find us on facebook instagram and twitter and we'd love to hear some more recommendations you know yeah. we've got some cool stuff coming up but of course we always like getting movies that we haven't heard about or you know things we should check out yeah we, yeah. we have a schedule set out but you know what we're always looking for we're more looking and you know what more. if you pitch it well if you pitch why we should watch it at this point we have so many recommendations mm-hmm. it's just like we look at the list we're just like ooh. but if you pitch a movie as to why we should watch it mm. and some people come in and they do say like hey you should watch this half because i think it'll be funny that would be cool yeah it does help and you know i we've, we've picked a couple movies because of that so if you yeah, want movie to stand out uh, you know, do that. Yeah, that'd be great. But also, please give us five star rating. It's just great. Definitely love that too. All good. Yeah. Uh, and if you don't, um, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna get an existential crisis and yeah. I'll be like, what's the point of it all? What's the point of recording podca- podcasts? I don't know, Mike. Maybe we should just play some chess and we'll we'll work it out, buddy. Have you ever played chess? Yes, I've played chess. Are you good at it? Do you know I, how to play chess? I know how to play chess. Like, not, but I'm can not, you like think steps ahead? Uh, I'm not that great at it, no. but I I do enjoy a chess game. It's, really, it's crazy how old chess is. Like, I know. it's like it's one of the most oldest games with the most complicated rules yeah like well, someone thought of all those rules and they're like okay this just makes sense they We're thought of the rules going. they thought of the pieces they had to cut the pieces they do there must be versions of chess like predating the ones we play with like different pieces they do different things probably i bet too probably like, as they were working it out yeah you know and they got the beta version you yeah, know, yeah early access chess they're putting it out there god chess Force is ready. such a weird fucking game it's crazy people it. keep still keep playing it like all the time it's there's a big twitch channel dedicated to twitch is there really there a, a twitch you could, you could just watch live streams of people playing chess that sounds so boring good night everybody <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> well, that doesn't mean he chose the name because of it. He just is like, this is a fun side effect from my racism tickles. <laughs> my racism Tickle, tickles, tickles my racism. Let me find it. Uh, no stranger to controversy. Named high-end yoga wear company, Lululemon, because he thinks the trouble Japanese people's face is pronouncing L's works as an extra marketing tool for his product in that country. Which awarded him special citation for the products in a feature. What the fuck? Like, I, oh, we're gonna make this great in Japan where it's hard to speak this name in English. Yep, yep. Apparently, that works out for him. He also says the child labor can be okay. <laughs> child labor, pretty tight. As pretty long rad. As, you know, they're volunteering for it. <laughs> they're getting paid, so I don't know. All right, let's do this. <laughs> 